Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You've heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough. Or maybe, diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com. KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat's 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from PassItOn.com. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. It is a wonderful Thursday, May 11th, one day closer to my birthday, Simone. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6 with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas and Simone Teagues here in the studio. Welcome back to another exciting podcast today. Uh, It's Thursday. It's a beautiful day. We're getting closer to the weekend, and I'm super duper excited. Uh, it, excited for the podcast because we're back officially giving you guys uh, a podcast and telling you guys what's going on, showing you guys what's going on out there in the media. And it's going to be a good podcast simply because it's May 11th. It's one day closer to my B-Day, the Big 27. And of course, we've got Simone here in the studio, Swinky Studios, that is. Simone, how you hanging? What's going on? Tell me what's going on. Kennedy! We're here. We're here for another exciting podcast, KLP Aftermath. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your girl, 
Simone Teets. Welcome back to another exciting podcast for sure. Uh, it, it's, you know, we, we're rocking it. You know, we're rocking and rolling for the week. We've had so many good things going on for the week. I'm excited. I'm excited for the podcast because we've got some things, some juiciness we need to talk about for sure. And we're excited. We are so, so excited. Now, before we get into the, we dabble on into it. Because, Kenzie, you told me about our favorite person that, you know, I've seen her movies. I've seen a lot of things that she's been doing. I've been following also on social media. Uh, I saw that you shared her poster. You were on the set of Two Wrongs 2. And I'm excited to kind of talk about this thing. My girl, Shell Purcell has her own soap business, of course, Saltery.store. That's the website you guys would go on is Saltery uh, is the name of the company obsessed with salt. It's woman-owned. Shell Brazil owns it. That's her own line. She has so many salt spices that you can use uh, within your cooking. I know, Kennedy, you love to cook, so you probably have to put your order in very soon so that way you can try out this product. Uh, Shell Brazil again, She's our, fan, our, our, our family favorite. We know her personally. Uh, she's been around. She's been doing some great things. And I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited. Uh, she has all different kinds of spices now. The Cook and Kibble's Truffle salt, salt is the one that I've had my eye on. Good pricing, too. Summer vibes. Summer vibes. We're, we're, we're in summer now, Kennedy. We are. We're, we're dabbling into the summertime. Uh, so, guys, you guys can go to saltery.store, put in your order. Now, this is just not, this is not salt that, you know, you could just buy from a, a website and it's a generic salt, right? This, first of all, is woman-owned. I'm proud of that, me being a woman too. Uh, you know, we, we dabble into that. But it's a woman-owned business. But Shell has all these different types of spices salt. Of course, Summer Vibes. She has a chocolate salt, which I honestly think didn't think they made those, right? Garlic Lover, Adobu, Summer Vibes is what we saw here coming soon. You've got the peppermint stick and the birthday cake salt. So it seems like Chill is onto something. We know she's onto something. She's up to something very, very just because we all know we all like salt. Now, too much salt can be a little bit unhealthy, but. There are different types of flavors of salt. That way you can put salt on different types of foods to give it that unique flavor. All these different types of salts. Again, saltery.store, uh, shell. Uh, you don't know me personally, but you know Kennedy personally, obviously. Congratulations on your new business venture. We're super excited and happy to shout it out. Again, guys, go to saltery.store right now, today. Uh, of course, get your... your salt your your very good salt so again this is like i said this is a salt that you just picking up from a store and it's just generic salt these are different flavor salts that you won't see in stores like i haven't seen chocolate salt birthday cake salt peppermint stick salt uh what's the hot hot salt summer vibes salt adobe salt these are the salts that i've never uh i go to Publix and crawler i i haven't seen these flavors but it's very unique that there are flavors out there. Again, saltery, dot store, obsessed with salt. We are obsessed with salt. Get your order in today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, please get your order in today. Uh, once you get the order in and you're using saltery, 
type salt from Shell Purcell, uh, the, her company Saltery. Um, she did do this promo where, you know, if you're using it and you're taking a picture and you want to share it, right, tag her. Tag her in her posts. Um, I, I'm very humbled and, and and first of all, I'm humbled and blessed to know Shell Purcell personally. Um, you know, I've been on a lot of projects of hers and helped her out with a lot of great things. And it just, I don't know, it just really gets me going when I see somebody who is also in the film industry strive, right? I, I get a high from that. I really get super duper excited when we're all winning at the end of the day, whether it's us in our films with Prime Video and Tubi, uh, which not trying to get sidetracked, Simone, but of course, my two latest films, Street Style Homecoming and 1943, will be hitting Tubi TV very soon from uh, our streaming services. So you guys can still watch it right now on Prime Video, but it's hitting on Tubi, too, uh, Tubi TV as well very soon. Down to, you know, Shell Purcell, she did a live stream. She booked a lead role. And she's going to be, you know, she's going to be off off map for a couple of weeks filming for that lead role. So and now she's launching a company. Right. She's doing it all. So congratulations, Shell, um, from me and my 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 crew, my cast members, KLP Entertainment, me personally. Uh, we love you. Best of luck in your lead role. Congratulations in that. Congratulations in your company. And always, if you need anything from us, please don't hesitate. So shout out to her. Guys, get your order in today at Salt Three store now i've been feeling good you know today because yesterday a little story time I, I like to do the story time on these type of shows right so simone i end up going out and getting a nice massage and you know they were okay so i, I, I was going out and i was saying to myself like i i, I was a little bit nervous about getting a massage Simone simply because when I got a massage before my very first time I've got a deep tissue massage it was at the Grand Bohemian Hotel because it was a grand is a it's a luxurious hotel in, in Winter Park Florida and there were a you know a, a massage spa that was there and like the is Florida so the, the women are they, they were smoking hot in there so going in there to try to get a massage and I got, you know, I got a little, got a little excited, right? Cause you, you know, I was in high school at the time and, you know, I was on a college tour to full sale and, you know, you know, things happen when you get a massage, when you're, you know, a high school impressionable young man and you see all the hot women in there, you don't know what to think, right? So then ever since then, I was very nervous about getting a deep tissue massage. So to, uh, yesterday going in there and they had three women and and a guy right the three women had appointments they were all booked up and i just you know walked up and said hey i would like a massage too you know and i ended up getting the guy that massaged me and i'm like oh man i gotta you know and i don't like to sound homophobic or anything like that but i mean i I, you know i just want, want, want a woman's touch to touch me you know so I, I didn't think nothing of it I because I knew if I thought something of it, that kind of comes across as being a little homophobic a little bit. So I'm like, OK, well, you know, he, he looks strong. All right. Sure. I'm, I'm here for a massage. Boy, Simone, when I tell you he did it right, he did. He did a good job massaging me and he massaged, of course, but he really got into 
my pores a little bit. It really got into my muscles, right? Uh, if you guys don't know, I've been a little tense last couple of days because obviously I was moving to my new house and, you know, I had to work still and I was I'm, I had to finish my last assignment for grad school. So I was still kind of booking it and, of course, getting things set up at the house and uh, make sure that was done so I could come to the studio and do podcasting because I needed to bring that back very soon. So I was very, very nervous about trying to get that done and he was amazing i gotta say so for all of you fellas out there that don't like men touching you like men um i don't even know what they're called like massage therapists i guess is what their name is uh masseuse i don't know if that's the correct term but never have a fear of having a man massage you i know a lot of people are very some people are homophobic simone but some people, they, they get it in for sure. So I, I had that grand, grand tissue. And it, it felt it felt amazing. It really did. I'll be honest, Kennedy. I'm not sure. I, I, don't, I don't know how y'all, and I say y'all because, you know, I, 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 it's not, I'm not just looping you in there too, Kennedy. But men tend to get a little nervous when you guys take or go to a massage. And a guy rubs you down. There's nothing wrong. There's no... Back in my... And I don't want to say back in my day. Because I don't want to sound like somebody's old grandma, right? But I I guess I'm going to say it. Back in my day, there was nothing wrong with with, uh, another counterpart massaging you down. But I remember dudes in my neighborhood would feel like, Oh, no, that's gay. I don't want no man rubbing me down, giving me a massage. Oh, that's gonna... That's gay. Right? But then you really look at today's society, and then you ask yourself, what defines you of being gay? Right? What defines you that you will lose your manhood because you go to a massage place, and all the women were filled, but there's a man, strapping, strong man, willing to do his job just to give you a great massage to kind of release some of your stress. That I will never understand. I won't. I would never understand whether it's... A, I've been to uh, a massage where both men and women brought me down. Right? And, of course, I'm straight, but women rub me down. They did, and they felt good. They did their thing. I woke up one time, and I, I, I legit went to sleep when, when she gave me that back rub that one time. I was out. I was out. Then she was like, Miss... Miss, are you okay? Are you you good? So it felt really good. So I do agree with you, Kennedy. It, it doesn't matter if it's a male, male or female that's going to give you that massage. They're there to do their job. They're not looking for anything. Now, it's a little weird. And I don't want to say, well, maybe it is weird. But if you're getting a massage, and of course, let's say a man gives another man a massage because that man, that's that man's job. And if they're doing more, right? If they're just rubbing you very sexually and touching you in spots that you really don't want to be touched. Let's just say if he grabbed your, 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 your soldier down there, then yeah, yeah, you know, that would feel a little something, feel a little something great. You, you're probably going to jump up like, okay, uh, what's going on here? But if he's just doing his job, he's just doing his job. Now, I have had it to where me, personally, going to go get a massage. 
and it was a girl that gives me, so girl, oh girl, uh, contact, and she kept talking, and she kind of was, I mean, she was over my body, but I'm like, okay, yeah, that's normal, she's just doing her job, but then she starts talking into my ear, right, maybe that's a part of tactic, but I'm like, oh, okay, um, I'm flattered, really, but I'm straight, you know, so if, 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 if that happens, then yeah, that might, that might be something else, right, but like I say, I agree with you, Kennedy, there's nothing wrong with having another male give another male a massage if that's that male's job as a masseuse. Um, and I'll be honest, myself, you know, he he did he he was amazing, right? He he didn't breathe them in my neck, right? Like you mentioned, Simone, which is great. Like I, I I'm glad he didn't do all. Of course, he didn't do all that, but he really got in there. Like he, I felt really really good when he got finished and he was like yeah just make sure you if you're not feeling too good too 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 hot you know just just sit down for a second drink plenty of water i told him i was good and he looked at me like you sure like yeah you just you just put me to sleep right you really got me there so uh i was out and it it felt good it opened up my shoulders like if you notice simone when i came into the studio this morning you know my shoulders are kind of like leaning down right it wasn't so high pitched and, and intense the last couple of days that it has been so um shout out to all all the male masseuse out there honestly they hey they do they rub in some and i don't know like i was pretty clean when i've got you know my massage done you know showered cleaned body but some people they rub, they come in there looking crusty dusty and they have to deal with that because it's their job um so shout out to that guy he was he was amazing yesterday so Speaking of another man that is amazing is Robert De Niro, right? Robert De Niro, amazing actor, by the way. Um, this is our front page news for, for KLP Aftermath. Now, Robert De Niro, age 79, welcomes his seventh baby. And the question I'm proposing to both of us on this, mor- on this morning show is how old is too old? Right, because you got to think, Robert. Now, Robert De Niro, Simone, he's up. Right, he is up there. He's getting Buku's money for blockbuster type films. He's going down in history as arguably that that top five, maybe top ten actors of all time in our in our timeline. So, shout out to Robert De Niro. But it's interesting. Because he has his seventh child at 79. I didn't even think his soldiers still marched. But they still march. I wonder. And I, I wonder but I don't wonder. Right? Because you obviously you have to have sex to, to have a kid. Right? You really got to play patty cake to, to get this done. So him being not so old. But he is old. You know, how did he do this? Was it was it help with Viagra? Was he just very active, still at his age? It's very interesting. Now, Robert De Niro is a dad again, a representative, uh, representative for an actor confirmed to CNN on Tuesday. This Oscar-winning first shared the news on Monday in an interview with ET Canada to promote his new movie, amply named "About My Father." Speaking of fatherhood in the in- interview, the 79-year-old politely corrected interviewer, uh, Brittany Blair, 
when she mentioned De Niro's previous previous known six children. Now seven is uh, seven actually is what he said, and he said that he just had a baby. A baby. Now De Niro has six children with previous relationship, but is unclear who the mother is for his seventh uh, child. Now the seventh child is uh, is reported to be um, Tiffany Chang, um, and that was based off reports here. It's very very interesting. That this actor can still go. Now I wonder when it comes down to kids having. I'm sorry. Parents having kids super duper late. You really got to know. And you really don't have to know too much about Robert De Niro. Because I'm sure he has. Of course he, we all know he has millions in the bank. He probably has a trust fund. He probably have an extensive insurance. Whether it's health, mental uh, mental insurance, health, life insurance, uh, retirement policy. I'm sure he has all of these things in place, right? God forbid. But there's some things in place here. Uh, but it's very, very interesting to know that, you know, even at 79, you can still have kids. Very, very interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I have no doubts that these kids are not going to be uh, taken care of. But it's very, very interesting. Now, of course, Robert De Niro was previous uh, married to, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, Dehan Abbott from 17, uh, excuse me, 1976 to 1988, and the parents of two children, Drina and Raphael. In 1995, he welcomed twin sons, Aaron and Julian, with his girlfriend at the time, Toki Smith. De Niro was also previously married to Grace Hightower before they split back in 2018. I remember when that report came out that time of year. And the pair are parents to son Elliot and daughter Helen Grace. And now they have number uh, seven. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I, I don't know what to think of this. I really don't because 79, Simone. 79. It's very, very interesting. By far interesting. I think Robert De Niro is the only... He's the only actor I know that is in his late 70s to have a kid, right? That's on record that I've seen. And this is... I don't know. I feel like... And I hate to say it like this, Simone, but... It's kind of good promotion, <laughs> I know, I know that sucks because like every time like stuff like this happens, people figure out ways to um, promote, right? Obviously, he went on CNN to promote a movie and then he's talking about kid having his, his seventh kid, right? He's all over CNN. He's all over the news. This is, and I hate to say it like this, but this is business too. You can articulate, you can articulate this to be inside of a marketing campaign for the movie that he's going in about my father right so it's a great i don't know it's just great timing it's just great timing that it and i hate to say it again like this but it's great timing for him because now there's there's that free uh type of promotion that goes in with it uh like i say congratulations to robert De Niro. but how old is too uh how old is too old 79 is too old to be having a kid but like i say robert De Niro, he got it He's having, he's, he, he have a kid. I wonder how, <laughs> I wonder how it's going to be when that kid turns 18, right? Uh, De Niro probably going to be in his nineties, right? 
Uh, very, very interesting. That's, I will keep that development up there for sure. Um, but yeah, 79, that's, that's pretty up there in my, in my book. 79, 79 is a big number to be having uh, a newborn, right? Uh, these kids are very, are, they're well taken care of. De Niro doesn't have any, any fear or any doubt about raising these kids and make sure that they're financially stable, right? These kids are loaded. Because of his extensive work acting and directing and producing content films, uh, you know, he, he, they're set. So I agree with you, Kennedy. 79 is up there. Uh, congratulations, but it's interesting because he's been the talk of uh, topic of uh, conversation uh, throughout this week. Now, speaking of actors, Kennedy, it's not looking good for Jonathan Majors. It's not. Uh, Jonathan Majors appears in court for a domestic violence case that his attorney calls a witch hunt. And he has been called on for another domestic violence charge. And it is said to say that he needs to appear on this next indictment, this next charge, or they're going to be serving a warrant for his arrest. This sucks for Jonathan Majors. It does, because he ain't coming back, right? Now, Hector Jonathan Majors appeared in court virtually on Tuesday for a hearing related to an assault of harassment charges brought against him in March. We all know about it by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. During the morning status conference, the DA provided more information regarding an incident that took place March 25th between Majors and a female accuser. We all know of that. Previously, the complaint stated that Majors had allegedly struck the woman in the face with an open hand. Of course, we all know that he denied the allegations in a statement of CNN from the hearing. Majors attorney Priya Chantry accused prosecu prosecutors of racial bias in the case and that her team has provided investigators video evidence that allegedly exonerates Majors. It's not looking good. Right, so now the new story is that he has to appear to a next court hearing in June, and if he doesn't be, first, if he doesn't appear to court, if he don't show up physically, there will be sir, there will serve a warrant for his arrest, and it's not going to be looking good for him. So, if I was Jonathan Majors, first off, I would take my ass to court. The second go-round, I would. Because it's not worth, if you do not show up to a court date, they will find you. And when they find you and arrest you, it's never good. Um, this sucks. Dude, they're coming back. Right? They might... Because I, I saw... And this is just my prediction, folks. That... Jonathan Majors could have had... The, First of all, Michael B. Jordan probably would have wrote him a spinoff to Creed from Creed 3, probably call it Creed 4, and it star it would star Jonathan Major's character from Creed 3. Continue his legacy. Because if you think about it, if you continue writing these, now you introduce Jonathan Major's character, Damon Anders Anderson, he would have had three more movies of just his story. And that would have that would have been off really, really well. I wonder what Michael B. Jordan is thinking about this case because now 
he has to think about a whole different plan. Because it's hard to recast somebody for a role that is, is establishing Marvel. Marvel is getting into it. Right? Because Jonathan Majors was the next guy to be the supervillain for this saga that we're, we're jumping into right now. Now they have to rework everything. Right? Um, for the upcoming Avengers movies, uh, The King, Dynasty, and The Secret Wars, Jonathan Majors was supposed to be the guy. So, now you have it to... I, honestly, Kennedy, I think they're going to recast him. They, I mean, they're going to have to. Now, they already have Damsel Ezra, the, the lead character in Snowfall, this show, by the way, as one of the idea... Uh, recast to 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 play Kang because they can't wait on Jonathan Majors they can't wait until this case draw out and wait two years for it to die down for him to come back and say okay I'm ready I you know they're not going to wait for that because there's money involved now when it comes to Marvel uh it sucks it really does sucks for for Jonathan Majors I I hope First of all, I hope he's innocent, but good luck if he's innocent because PR team left him. We all know that. Management team left. His agency team left him, which we all know that. He's going to get dropped from a lot of shows. A lot of shows, a lot of movies, which sucks. It really does suck for him as an actor, as an, an extraordinary actor, too. Like it's, he, he is that actor that potentially he is Oscar-worthy. But, you know, not no more because of this case. Um, I bet he wished now that, damn, I, I, whatever happened, I wish this, none of this would have never happened. But, you know, it did happen, and I, I, I really wish the best for, for Jonathan Majors, but it's, yeah, it's not looking good for, for dude, it's not. Sucks. It does. I, like, like you said, Simone, I, <sighs> it sucks, man. It really does, because he... Jonathan Majors has so much, so much to prove, right? And like we're uh, now, I'm afraid he won't be able to be able. To, he's not going to be able to prove, right? Because of this, 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 this predicament. So, yeah, I can only, I can only hope. Now we've got Addison Aiden up in the building. Of course, what's up, Addison? You've been ready for your news all day. You're talking about. I read on the board here that you've got some news with Apple Music celebrating 50 years of hip hop, and you know. This is true. That's the that's the thing this year. I heard Swiss Beats latest EP, if you will, it's more of an EP than it is an album, and it was celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Guys, go check that album out. Uh, it's it's an EP on his on his Spotify, but it's amazing. Um, I love every song. My favorite is um, "Break 'Em Out, Break 'Em Out." One gun, two gun, three gun, four. I that's my favorite from the album. Oh, and uh, look at this uh ish right here um i don't know if that's the name of it but it's lil wayne and swiss beats so lil wayne still got it too but uh, addison what are we talking about with that apple music celebrates hip-hop's 50th anniversary with hip-hop dna series apple music is joining in on hip-hop's 50th anniversary celebrations with the recent launch of hip-hop dna hosted by ebro darden the 20-episode audio series has kicked off with five episodes subtitled Origins. The first episode, 
the intro focuses on how rap stars learn from the greats before them. Bronx Tale tells the story of the legendary borough and major acts that came from it, such as Cardi B, French Montana, and KIS-1. Then there's Just Wanna Rock, titled after Lil Uzi Vert's smash hit. That episode focuses on the relationship between rap and rock dating back to the 80s with Run DMC and the Beastie Boys. NY State of Mind covers those who were born where the culture was birthed, namely Rakim and ASAP Rocky. Finally, it's a Queen's Thing, baby episode spotlights on the artists from the NYC borough, namely Roxanne Chante, Nas, A Tribe Called Quest, and Nicki Minaj. The subsequent hip-hop DNA episodes, specifically 6 through 9, will tackle other important regions such as the entire East Coast, South, Midwest, and West Coast. Episodes 10 to 20 will dive deeper into the genre and elements like emceeing, production, and DJing. This is the latest effort celebrating hip-hop's major milestone. February's Grammy Awards featured a tribute performance led by LL Cool J. Black Thought, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Queen Latifah, Busta Rhymes, Missy Elliott, and more on one stage. Some of today's superstars and rising acts joined the fun as well, namely Lil Baby, Lil Uzi Vert, and Glorilla. Since then, many tribute performances have have been announced on festival lineups and, of course, on other steaming platforms. 50 years of hip-hop. 50 years of hip-hop. Amazing. Because I love hip-hop. I'm big. See, I'm more of... So, I, lo I love hip-hop. But I'm more of an R&B type of person, right, nowadays. But hip-hop is where, where it's at for me. Uh, speaking of where it's not at... I wanted to talk about this on this show because Redfall... Now we're talking about gaming. Redfall is the first arcane or icon, however you want to say the company, game we don't like. This is a game that was highly anticipated by microsoft um yeah this sucks for them it really does uh because redfall was a game that was introduced a couple of keynotes couple of uh shows or direct shows um before and when i saw this game I fell in love, right? And this was going to be a game that I was probably going to get my Game Pass back. Now, I did uh, cancel my Game Pass subscription. Not saying that it sucks because it's amazing. It's just I have so many other subscriptions. And right now, it, I'm, I'm that guy where I don't want to spend a whole lot on subscriptions. I don't want to have 100 subscriptions to things because that burns your money really fast. So, I had to cancel it because I had other things going on. Um, so... This is sad for, for Microsoft and Xbox. They got a, 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 an L this week when it came down to it. Simply because Redfall was supposed to be the highly anticipated game to start the summer. And based off reviews, this game got a 5. 5 or 6. Which is, is not good. It's not good. It's not looking good. Now, of course, this game is now available for Game Pass. Obviously, this is a smart move for them because people are not going to want to pay for a game that is not finished in their eyes. Um, the Redfall review went out to a lot of people. A lot of people 
Uh, didn't like the game. Now, I'm going to read an article by Morgan Park. Shout out to her from PC Gamer. And this is what she says. Uh, like many, I went at Redfall's original announcement trailer back in 2021. I remember that. An open world co-op vampire FPS first person shooter sounded like a strange direction for Icon Arcane, the modern champion of the immersive stem, but co-op shooters are fun. Uh, there are there will certainly glimpses of Ar Arcane's creativity flair in the trailer. It's weird weapons, um, uh, magical movement abilities and expression of art style had me tentative on tentatively on board i thought it could surprise me and i was like that too when i saw the trailer and i saw the mechanics and the, the weapons are a little bit weird but right now i've been trying to play games that i haven't played before now there's some games that i haven't delved into so much and i played it and i ended up liking right but there are some games i'm saying elden ring and wulong fallen dynasty souls type games i've tried it I don't like them, right? Maybe they're too hard for me. Maybe they're just not my cup of tea. I still have Elden Ring hooked up on or saved on my PlayStation 5. I haven't touched it since the first mission because I kept dying. I got frustrated. Um, it didn't. Of course, this is a review from Miss Miss Park, Morgan Park. Our Redfall review describes it as a madly incoherent and unfun shooter that looks bizarre next to the liveliness of 2017's Prey or Dishonor games. Of course, its Steam users rating is currently mostly negative with, get this, Simone, 1,500 reviews. Now, my friend played Redfall with me. This is Morgan Park talking. For a total of 90 minutes before audibly signing over Discord, pressing the Alt F4 and uninstalling. Ooh. You do not want that in your game. You do not want to be uninstalled in a video game or your game being uninstalled by a player. Wow. Look. Game developers. We're getting, and I know because a lot of people don't like us gamers I know a lot of people don't like that word, gamers, but a lot of people don't like us gamers um, being very picky, right? But we we kind of have to. I've said it. I've said it so many times, Simone, on that. And damn it, I'm gonna say it on today's show. Gaming is premium, right? That's why we see a lot of video game companies delaying their games, right? I was pissed when I saw Wulong, well, um, Black Myth Wukong. That game was supposed to be out this year. Now it's getting delayed another year, right? It won't come out until summer 2024, right? But it's smart. Because, like I say, gaming is premium. You cannot get away with a half-baked game and expecting us to pay $60, $70 for it. Now, they got that good crunch for Redfall because... This game is available for Game Pass, so essentially it's free if you have a Game Pass subscription. So they lucked out there, right? How many downloads did this game receive with Game Pass? I don't know. We don't have the numbers this morning, but it's very, very interesting. I, I hope Microsoft bounced back now. Phil Spencer took to social media and he said, Simone, he said, hey, I apologize. Um, you know, this game wasn't what we thought. Sorry. Right. He didn't say it like that, but that's essentially what he said. Sorry, we, we, we goofed on this one. Right. Um, 
not a good look for Microsoft, right? Because you got this game, right? You had Starfield to be delayed so many times, right? There's not, there's some good games on Game Pass, but a lot of people are starting to realize like, hey, we want more. We want something else. We're playing the same games that we've been playing for a while. When are we going to get some new stuff on Game Pass, right? And they had some slack with that Activision Blizzard deal too. So Microsoft is not looking too good so far in this year. Um, sucks, right? Um, I'm both, right? I, I, I can say I lean to a little bit towards Sony and PlayStation because that's the console I'm playing the most. Um, but yeah, this is not good. Uh, Redfall has received some very low, low, low ratings today. Or this week because of their um, because of their games because of the gameplay because of what they got going on um, yeah it's unfortunate this is very very unfortunate for them uh, I really do hope that they um, help they bounce back I really do but it's it's not looking good for them so you know shout out to them you know best of luck but it's it's not not going well for them as well. Of course, we've got some sports news here today. We're going to switch it up. We're going to let Simone do the exit, the, the outro of this podcast. So, Arthur, shout out to Arthur. He's here with our sports news. Arthur, man, what are we talking about today? Longtime Tiger Woods caddy Joe LaCava reportedly pairing with no one LPGA golfer Nelly Corda. With Tiger Woods on the shelf, Caddy Joe LaCava is picking up some extra gigs. LaCava, Woods' longtime caddy, will reportedly pair with No. 1 LPGA golfer Nelly Corder at the Cognizant Founders Cup, according to Kyle Porter of CBS Sports. LaCava will reportedly serve as Corder's caddy for the week. The Cognizant Founders Cup, which is played at the Upper Montclair Country Club in New Jersey, will take place between May the 11th to the 14th. Corder is the favorite to win the event. The pairing between Corder and La Carva will be temporary for a numbers of reasons. Following the Founders' Cup, La Carva will once again serve as a caddy for no. Four-ranked men's golfer Patrick Cantlay at the PGA Championship at Oak Hill, which begins May 18th. La Carva caddied for Cantlay at the Wells Fargo Championship last week. In addition to that, Corder's usual caddy, Jason McDade, is taking some time off due to the birth of a child. McDade will presumably continue to be Corder's full-time caddy once back from leave. Larkava and Woods have worked together since 2011. Larkava caddied for Woods at the Masters in April. Woods had to pull out of the event due to a foot injury. Following the Masters, Woods underwent foot surgery and is out indefinitely. That opened the door for LaCava to pick up some extra gigs. LaCava spoke to Woods prior to working with Cantlay and Corda. Woods was reportedly on board with LaCava looking for other opportunities. La. Carver has a lengthy history as a caddy. He worked with both Fred Couples and Dustin Johnson before pairing up with Woods in 2011. If and when Woods is ready to return to the course, La Carver will likely be there. Until then, La Carver will keep looking for other opportunities. Thanks, Arthur, for sure. We'd love you in the studio to give us that great sports news. It's good to have you back, too. So, Arthur, if you guys don't know, Arthur 
has been on vacation, so it's good to have him back in the studio. And uh, we, we hope to chat it up with him, of course, after t- uh, today's show, for sure. So, uh, that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast, The KLP Aftermath, with your hosts, me, Smotes, and Kennedy Lucas over there. Uh, we want to thank everybody staying tuned for today's episode. We hope you loved it and enjoy it. Now, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel over at KLP Entertainment. And if you're listening to our podcast on the audio platforms, Stitcher Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and our favorite, Our Hard Media, Our Hard Radio, thank you so very much. We greatly appreciate it. Share with your friends because our numbers are wrong. Candy, our numbers are, are the word we're getting up there for sure. So again, that's going to wrap it up here on this podcast. Again, good morning. Have a great day and stay swinky.